Hey guys, Akil Stokes here. Welcome back to the Trading Coach Podcast. I have an amazing episode in store for you guys today. But before we get into that, I want to remind you guys, if you want to support the Trading Coach Podcast, the best thing you can do is leave me a rating and a review wherever you listen to this podcast at. And also make sure to share it with your friends. And when you do, tag me in it as well if it's on social media. I love seeing what you guys have to say about the show. And I love hearing about what your favorite episodes are. Now, speaking of favorite episodes, I have a feeling that this is going to be one of mine. If you are an aspiring trader, maybe a struggling trader, anyone that kind of like the the newer part of their journey, I think it's going to be one of your favorites as well. Because what I'm going to share with you today is one of our accountability sessions with an aspiring trader trader on the platform. And it's funny, um, this trader, I'm not going to spoil the whole thing for you. Obviously, I'll let you hear it. But it's funny that when this person first got introduced to trading, the first thing that went through his mind was like, man, no way my wife is going to let me or allow me to do this. And believe it or not, his wife was the main one that motivated him. And I, I see so much of that in my story as well, because I remember when I got into trading and I was you know, stubborn and trying to do it myself for a very long time. And I finally found a, a coach or a mentor. And I was like, OK, I want to do this. I'm really passionate about it. It costs a lot of money. Um, she was my girlfriend at the time, but we were very serious. And I'm like, I should probably, you know, get 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 used to this this marriage thing and start asking for permission. And I asked for permission and, and thought she was going to say no because, like, you know, I didn't have a lot of money and, you know, it, it cost a bunch relative to the time to do it. And she said, yeah, and she's my biggest cheerleader throughout. And I wouldn't have got started without her. I wouldn't have made it through without her. So I loved hearing that. Um, but there's so many other stuff we talk about in this episode as well, like the the difference between logical and creative traders. And, you know, is one, uh, I guess, have a better chance of being successful than the other? We talk about dealing with anxiety around commitment and persistence, uh, the, the need to fail a thousand times just to figure out what order to put things in in order to make it work and 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 you know even stuff like trading off Macs and PCs and the different struggles that come with that it's just a a very jam-packed episode and I'm excited to share it with you so I'm gonna go shut up now because I'm making it longer than it needs to be but I hope you guys enjoy it as much as I did yeah I'm unmuted good to meet you how you doing yeah well thanks yeah slightly slightly surreal actually talking to you after watching your videos all year (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> if you're still here my voice must not have got on your nerves too much yet yeah. so uh no, I appreciate it's, you coming it's, on. it's actually either my children recognize your voice now <laughs> <laughs> oh, i feel sorry for them man but <laughs> yeah cheers for coming on anyway uh just give us a brief intro into into james yeah so i came across your videos earlier on in the year uh i'm, I'm an artist um I mean, by trade, I'm actually sort of a plumber, builder, ceiling fixer. Um, I think that's why I kind of connected you at the beginning, because I came across your video and you were talking about like your um, um, your career before you got into FX um, yeah. on site. Some some of the stories you were telling about some of the things that happened on site. I was like, yeah, yeah, been there, done that. <laughs> you know, trodden on nails, put, put nails through pipes, all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. And so that... That kind of that was kind of a hook for me because I wasn't really I I came across the FX stuff really I was I was um, I was I was trying to figure out what to do I had some stocks and shares and I was kind of looking for stuff like that and then you start I was starting to look at it and it came up at the same time that I was 
being forced out of my studio. I'm an artist now. I've been I've been doing a uh, paper marbling for ten years, and I was forced out of the studio. Um, and I I knew that I was going to start experiencing a big drop off in my sale because I was public facing. The way I was working was very much public facing, and the studio yep. I was using were, meant that it. it I, I, now that I'm in, I mean, basically what looks like a prison cell, it's a, it's a room in a museum. So there's no public access. So I've gone from... What museum public, is it? Uh, Portsmouth City Museum. Yeah, an right. art gallery. So it's a wonderful building, great location. So I'm very lucky to have it, but it's completely different to the studio I was in. Anyway, so to cut a long story short, I got into uh, your videos and then I started to go, actually, I, I could see how I could... Um, um, like start getting my head around this stuff because I never thought yeah. it was a million miles from anything I'd thought of doing before. Um, but after watching your videos, I was like, I hadn't quite dared to tell my wife because she I was expecting her to go, what? I mean, it's just so far removed from anything you've ever done. Um, and kind of being in front of a computer screen is kind of counter to what I'll be doing anyway. Um, but after watching your videos and getting into it, I started doing the 30-day challenge back in May. Um, yeah. And then I had some health conditions um, that kind of upset the um, momentum that I was building. And then around October, when things started to settle down, I started to get back into it. And then your cyber event came up. Um, so I watched that. And um, and then I thought, there's no way my wife is going to let me part with the money for this. But actually, <laughs> she was behind it because she could see um, and she'd watched some of your videos. She could she could see that you're authentic. Mm. Um, and she she understood while I felt a connection with you. She was like, I can totally see it. She's like, I could I could see you being in the pub with him. I could see you going out there. I can, you know, it, it kind of it it makes sense. So, and then she was watching your video, and she actually started watching some of her kill stuff. And I'd never heard of him at that point um, until I started sort of the cyber event. And so right. she actually she was she actually motivated me surprisingly. I, I didn't I didn't think it would go that way. So I was like, okay, wow. and yeah. Took the ball by the horn, so I'm in. I'm in at the deep end. No Amazing. idea what I'm doing, so I'm putty in your hands. Wow. Amazing, man. So, look, what, what made you think that you could – what made you think you could you could do it then? Because I'm interested because you're a creative, right? And um, past experience tells me there's two types of people, a logical kind of, um, you know, very process-oriented, um, very kind of – inside the box uh type thinkers and then there's creative outside the box thinkers who are kind of away with the fairies right almost yeah. like well, <laughs> you know we can do we can do anything yeah. here and um yeah. i guess what i've learned over the years is i've actually i've actually seen um both sides succeed but but i'm i'm interested into in to know exactly why you what kind of made you think this is for me like i could actually do this not not i'm attracted to this because everyone's attracted to the idea yeah. of it but uh yeah. what made you think oh i could do that yeah well i didn't at first um which is why right. i did the 30 day challenge so i didn't want to commit to something that i, I wasn't going to be able to do and my, my yeah. biggest fear actually is i've got um because of the health conditions i've got um, I've got quite a lot of anxiety around uh, commitment and persistence, like because I, I know that this requires persistence to be able to to get it. It's okay. all well, 
looking at it and going, oh, yeah, I could see me being able to do it. It's sort of like you've got to put in the groundwork. And that's one of the things I appreciate about your honesty in all of the stuff that I watched. It was like you weren't kidding people that this was going to be easy. It's like, no, you can do no, no, it. No. it. You know, it's going to. You, I think you kind of described, you said it's simple, but it's hard work because it's you need easy. to put yeah, in yeah. the hour. Yeah. 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 And simple, then I'm like, ah. and I was like, so I think that was kind of the thing with me. It's sort of like, well, what can I, what, how how, do, how would that actually work mean? It was sort of like to be able to do paper marbling, which is what I specialize in, you've got to be willing to fail a thousand times before you get it right. So, of course. so I, I've, I know that I've got that side of me where I can, I've, I can keep going, even though it hasn't, it hasn't worked this time. It'll work next time, right? It hasn't worked this time. It'll work next time. And each piece of art that I do is preparation for the next one. So I thought, okay, yes. so if I, if I can do that with something that's very technically difficult, for you know, it's it's not like um, other kinds of artwork in that in that way. Lots of elements have to come together because you're painting on water. So I chose the most yeah. difficult medium. Um, I, lo I love marbling, by the way. It's amazing. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's it. incredible. And I, I'm still mesmerized and captivated by it, like, like I was when I very first came across it. My wife's Turkish. I was living in Turkey when I came across it 13 years ago, Turkish Hebrew. But prior yeah. to that, um, in my building work and stuff, I was like, well, why, 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 how come it's turned out? Because I'm, I'm, not, I'm not naturally, and I like the art that you were talking about, I'm not naturally an artist, like in the traditional sense, how you would think of an artist. And I was like, how come I'm good at this though, paper marble? And then when I look back, the stuff I used to do with my dad, because I started working with my dad as a plumber. Um, but before that even, I was building racing cars. So you have to strip the cars right. down and rebuild the engines. And you have to do it meticulously. You have to do it in order. They structure. So that was when I was like, ah, and like even then when you were saying, look, there's two types of the artist type and the kind of more in the box. It was like, well, actually, I, I seem to bridge both. You know, right. I can be creative. I've got artistic flair. You know, I've done things with paper marbling that no one else has done. That's kind of my my niche is that I've 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 taken it in a direction that other people don't do. So that's yeah. kind of my, my sort of unique selling point. And I teach it in a way other people don't teach it. Um, but with with the trading, so that fits. And I was like, well. I, I see how there's sort of like there's something about my character and my ability to to get my head down and learn that thing and I've seen that I've heard that from you and the way that you I think it was really like recently it was something you and Akil were both said where you crossed over and you were really emphasizing um um don't get seduced by the money like making getting rich this isn't a get yeah. rich quick scheme um you're gonna have to work for it so i think all of those elements kind of go well it, it they, they they tap into my own personal ethos that's what i'm talking about with my son you know he's just turned 13 and he's watching youtube and his head's getting turned all the time by all the shiny you know the guys on there with the flash cars and all that kind of stuff and obviously i'm, I'm yeah. old enough mature enough you know i've been all through that i've you know and so i'm talking to him about this stuff and then i'm hearing you say it and then I'm playing stuff where you're saying it. So I'm kind of like, I'm using you as well as like a, a role model for him in that kind of, you know, right. you, you can, right. you can have all of this stuff, but don't think it's going to come easy. You know, yeah. Jason's yeah. got this, but he got there through hard work and, yeah. you know, he finds yeah. that stuff interesting. Yeah.
yeah so, amazing yeah i mean yeah. I, I i use social media myself to uh to act as that third person um influence to my kids because they don't want to listen to me they don't want me to be their teacher but yeah. if i can post on social something that i want to get across to them and then their <laughs> friends are watching it right and they're yeah, going yeah. oh your, your dad's your dad's got a point you know and they yeah, share yeah. it and they're like you know that's a really powerful thing that i've been able yeah. to use uh, and i do yeah. use that I, i'll have a yeah. debate with my son and i'll uh i'll just stop the you know i won't argue with him but i'll then do a post about it as if i'm talking about someone else and and oh, you know, it goes out and, and it's <laughs> it's worked it's, it's been amazing yeah. um as an artist you also uh you're also in a great position what you know for this because you you understand that you'll never quite be where you want to be either right so with yeah. art it's like you'll never be no. there'll always be someone better right it's, yeah. it's a for, forever and you'll look back at your work from two years ago and you'll be like oh I'm much better than that now and i can't imagine being better but then you get better and then you look back two years and it's like oh that was terrible and it just is it's this process that keeps going on and on and on uh and that's the same with uh with trading you never quite master it but you or you never feel like you've mastered it mm. um you know but you but you definitely get a lot better so uh amazing so where where are you at in the journey right now like where, i know you only signed up recently but uh so i'm on the um i've done the i'm following the 90 day planner right. i've hit a little bit of a hurdle now because i've now realized that because i'm running on a macbook because i do all my video editing stuff on there so it looks like i'm going to have to get a pc because the um uh the software doesn't run on the mac okay so, well you can't you can get like you can get i mean a lot of the trading platforms have got web versions now um the you can also get parallels so if you do have a a P you can get actually install a virtual version of windows on your mac now so it, i would i would definitely consider looking at that before buying a, a yeah well PC. i i i um i saw someone in one of the chats talking about that but i sent a, an email to admin at tier one and they replied and said that um it it didn't work the with with mac I think what they're probably referring to is is the Enigma software and everything, yeah. and the VS One has to be installed onto um, the the download files themselves are EXE files, which means that only works on a PC. However, you can install something called Parallels on your Mac, which will right. allow you to install a virtual version of Windows, okay. and then you can download it to that. And then open it on that. So, oh, well, I um, mean, if that's a reliable solution, I'll, I'll look into it then. I yeah. don't know if it's a reliable solution, and I would, I would say go and ask because I've used Parallels over the years, and I've never had like I've never been overjoyed with it, but um, mm -hmm. I haven't used it for many years. I'm sure it's come a long way, so it'd be worth just asking the question in the yeah. community about that before well, you make I, a decision. I, I guess I'm not at the. I mean, I've gone through all the goal setting um so i'm in the it's the foundation part now so i've done all the cornerstone um i'm in the foundation i've done the goal setting with you although i mean i haven't done it in detail but i've gone through that that section um financial relationships social health and well-being and that was kind of there when i it really brought up the anxieties in me so even going going through that because i'm like um my my health can fluctuate wildly um depending on what i've been up to so the, 
this is kind of like for the accountability for me, I thought, am I even ready to do the accountability? And I thought, well, this is an opportunity to kind of express those worries um, and then maybe use the accountability to um, sort of say out loud how important it is for me to actually plan a strategy to even do the the training. Because I think once, once I've got through the training and the back testing, if I've understood your, um, what I've, learned from you so far is that you then you then don't need to be in front of the computer all of the time you know once you once you've mastered it you you don't need to so then once i've mastered it then i can take care of the other stuff but what i need to do is pace myself through the through the training yeah okay great well the 90 day plan is designed just so you can do that and of course it is just a guide and it's going to be relative to how much time you've got available in your life as well so it's not gospel but it is there as a as a guide um so what's the bigger plan then what's the bigger goal obviously do you want to move more into art or, or are you where are you how are you using trading where do you see yourself uh, I, in- I mean I, I'm, I'm working on my youtube channel at the moment I've, I've had to change how i work slightly um i'm going to be working with i'm going to be collaborating more i'm collaborating with a book binder for example we're going to be doing some workshops and stuff together um great but with the trading overall, I mean, I really, I'm hoping that I can get it to the point. Um, you know, I've been encouraged through watching your videos that um, I will be able to make enough money that I'm not necessarily replacing income, but um, less dependent on having yep. to make money out of the artwork so that it's not it's not the so i can start enjoying it more you know exactly yeah yeah Yeah. i did a whole talk on this to uh to a bunch of entrepreneurs the other day who were you know they're phenomenally successful but my question my question to them is what would your business look like if you didn't need the money you know what would your products look like what would your service look like what creativity and care would you put into that um and it was a real it was a real, you know, it was a light bulb moment for a lot of them. Um, yeah. I think when you get to the position where you don't need the money and the pressure isn't yeah. there financially, well, you can yeah, really come yeah, alive. This is a really good example. So this little wooden ornament, so I can sell these for five pounds, but the amount of time, effort and energy that goes in for me to be able to sell. So I need to be able to sell hundreds, but I'm at, I end up with tendonitis trying, trying to be able to produce these. And then people say, right. oh, why don't you someone to be able to do it but then to train somebody to be able to do it you're like you're talking about making a handmade production line it's like competing with stuff made in china it like it ain't gonna happen you know i made these amazing silk scarves um i invested four grand of my own money into the silk it took me four years to sell them you know people come in and tell me like oh they they love them you know and it was like but they're only gonna buy one they might buy themselves and one as a present you know it it's it's the volume thing when you're an artist yeah. It's volume. Yeah. and and then it's kind of antithetical to doing the art because once you try yes. and start turning it into a volume you then got a product and then you don't feel like an artist anymore you, it, it it kind of ends up it messes with you so yep. yeah totally totally okay cool so you've kind of told us what your plans are is there something that could potentially get in your way like what's your kryptonite um that it, could it, mess you it, up it, I think it will be me. My kryptonite is me. 
Um, in what way? Not not sticking to my own plans with pacing, overdoing it, like expect, like getting excited and going, you know, getting in front of the computer for eight hours. And uh, I've got a chronic pain condition. Uh, when, when I was uh, dry, dry, I was in a really bad car crash going to work. And that's right. that messed up how my neck and shoulders work. So if I'm moving a lot, I can I can sort of keep on top of it. But if I get in front of the computer for too long, um, it all locks up, and then I, it can take me like a week. And then you're to get, out of action. Yeah, and I'm out of action. So, and I was thinking about it the other day because I was going through the goal set, and I was like, "What's going to be important for me? Okay, it's going to be planning. I'm going to be doing the accountability. This is the kind of thing that comes up." And I was like, "I really need to break everything down into almost like if I'm going to be doing." treating learning this like a full-time job i'm going to probably have to break up the hours into 20 minute sections so do 20 minutes go for a walk for 10 minutes stretch for 10 minutes come back for 10 and and if i can get into the rhythm of doing that i can i can see how i can progress through the course and um but if i yeah if i don't stick to that i can also see how it will mess me up and then I'll start doing the self-doubt talking. Uh, you're not really cut out for it anyway. You know, you, that, that negativity starts to come up. I know this because I've, I've experienced it before. We're, we're trying to learn the marbling and the way I overcame it was by right. breaking the day down into. So I think if I'm disciplined in that way, I should be all right. Um, well, at least you've re- at least you've recognized that and uh, yeah. you're, you, you're aware of it. Self-awareness is yeah. obviously going to be very beneficial in this whole journey um definitely lastly then uh as your accountability like and you're working through that planner without going you know too overboard as you say which is what you don't want to do what's one thing or one position you'd like to get to by the end of this year so is there something like is there a certain milestone on that planner or somewhere you'd like to be fresh ready for 24 uh yeah so with the goal setting um because it brought up so much kind of emotion and um, fear, um, I've actually, I'm seeing a, um, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm just sorting things out of my head. I'm, I'm on a call with a um, the COVID clinic team. I've got, as, as well as the chronic pain from 20 years ago, uh, I've ended up with long COVID as well. So that that's what derailed me um, back in May. So I'm getting on top of that. It's messed up my digestion as well as other things. And so I've got a call with them and they've also sorted out a um, a call with a therapist that I've got in January. So I'm thinking what would be good. It it kind of, it seems to be all kind of coming together. So I'm thinking if I can get my goal setting sorted out and work on that as I'm working through the um, um, foundation, price action i'm on the candlesticks price action all of that that stuff um by the new year then i've got something to talk to them about as well and i've got something to kind of um work upon for the new year so that i know um i know why i'm doing this basically so i've now why i'm doing this um and how i'm going to to tackle it um got it because you can probably tell even as I'm talking to you, you know, I'm excited about it, but also know that 
that can be one of the things that derails. Just being excited about that, that hot burn thing, getting your head yeah, stuck yeah. into it, and then feeling exhausted, and then going, "Oh no, I'm rubbish. I can't do it." You know, yeah. and that yeah. can, so that that's kind of really the goal setting is the most important. And I, when you did the goal setting, you can't. You've done the financial relationships, social health and wellness, knowledge, mission, spirituality. I'm kind of actually looking at them around the other way. I need to get the kind of the spirituality, which is yeah. important to me. I've, I've got a daily practice that I use to get me through. Uh, I chant, um, um, I, I've practiced Nichiren Buddhism, which which is chanting based. So I chant in the morning and evening. I know what my mission is because it's all based around the children and the home, uh, building up the knowledge and then the health and wellness. So it's like, if I can get those things nailed um, and the social and the relationship, then the financial will come. You know, I yeah. can I, I can see how that that's a reality. But when I think about the financial side and I look at the numbers and I'm writing them down, I'm like, God, the amount of money that I need to be able to, you know, be able to move out of our terraced house into a house. You know, my my daughter's, you know, she's going to be my son's a teenager. My daughter's going to be a teenager soon, and she's still in a little box bedroom with, you know, and we have to wipe the windows and walls down because of the damp. And it's like, so I start thinking about that. It was like, and then it becomes overwhelming. You know, I, yeah. I start. But if I go at it around the other way, it's like, for, you know, if I take care of my spiritual side, take care of my mission and my knowledge, health, wellness, social relationship, the financial, I can see how that will come as Definitely. a result of, of looking after myself and my family. That will, you know, that the, the pieces will fit together. Amazing. Oh, man, I appreciate you, uh, you know, being really vulnerable and, and, and laying all your cards on the table here. That's uh, very, very inspiring. I look forward to working with you and seeing where you uh, where you progress with this and uh, it'd be yeah. cool to catch up again maybe in february or something just yeah. to, to kind of see yeah, where you're right. at and what you've done and okay. um yeah man i appreciate you coming on it's been great to yeah, speak yeah. to you cheers. thanks very much james thanks jason brilliant cheers. cheers man awesome well that was very refreshing uh so i look forward to following james um next up we've got steve who's not a stranger and when james said about this is not a get rich quick scheme Stephen knows uh, about that because he's he's been on this journey uh, a couple of times and now he's in uh, <laughs> directionally correct. So, uh, Stephen, how you doing? Awesome interview. And again, the thing I love the best about these accountability sessions is it allows us to know the trader on a different level. So they're no longer just traders. They are people. And as coaches, it's, it's motivating for me to hear these stories. And it makes me just want to give my all into helping them. Not that I would, wouldn't do that anyway, but when you know about a person, when you know about their situation, when you know how hard they are fighting to find success, it, it, it feels like a disappointment if you don't go all out to help them find it as well. So as coaches, we love hearing about it. This is why we got into the business. Jason mentioned it in the podcast, right? We want to run our business as if we didn't need to make money off of it. And when you do that, we don't have to do kind of the other stuff that some other companies are doing. We can do the stuff that is purposeful and meaningful to us. And these interviews and, and helping traders in general is just one of those things. So hope you guys enjoyed. Until next time, plan to trade, trade your plan. Take care.